If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. DFS Today. We are live. Thanks for joining us on Zumo Channel 719. It's the Sports Grid TV Network. Thanks for getting on the grid. Mike Blewett along with Joe Pisapia as we are every single Sunday morning. And it's week nine. That's right, week nine. We are on the back half of the NFL season, Joe. Unbelievable. I can't believe we're here yet uh, already. And uh, yet there's so much football to be played and so many great games today. So I'm excited. This is a wide open weekend at DFS, Mike. I agree. So it's uh, an interesting slate. We have a London game starts at 930. So that'll knock out some really important players that we normally would be using in DFS, right? Yeah, it does. Uh, A couple of people also on bye this week, too. But... Don't worry, because you got Christian McCaffrey, you got Dalvin Cook, you got a lot of the big dogs still out there, and uh, certainly a lot of running back matchups that we really like today that we're going to get to. Uh, and look, this is one of those weekends where you pay up for running back because of the Aaron Jones and the Chubbs and the elite guys that are in that tier. Those guys are going to probably be the difference makers in today's DFS contest. Right. So, like Joe, like we mentioned, so the, the 9:30 a.m. game won't be on the slate. Uh, it's a London game going. They're you moving up this start time. It's the last game in London. Of the year, there is one more international game that'll be in Mexico City in Week 11. But uh, right now, Houston at Jacksonville starts. We're filming this live at 8 a.m. Eastern, so that game starts in about 90 minutes. So for those of you that normally like to look at DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson, uh, Leonard Fournette, they're off the slate today, off the main slate. The bye weeks are the Falcons, the Bengals, the Rams, and the Saints. So we're getting that out of the way. And like Joe said, it's an interesting slate because we only have six one o'clock games. Just fast rewind to a couple of weeks ago, we had. 10 1 o'clock games. We were complaining about the, the short 4 o'clock slate, uh, but we're getting into it uh, with just those 6 1 p.m. games. And like you said, there's a lot of different ways you can go, different game stacks you can look at. I, I think the one that's going to be extremely chalky, so you might want to be looking to pivot, is that Tampa Bay Seattle game. Yeah, it's going to be very, very popular, and that makes a lot of sense for it to be popular. But at the same time, Mike, I think there's a lot of value to be had if you are just playing that 1 o'clock slate. Only six games, but you could even take shots on guys like Devontae Parker and Ryan Fitzpatrick in a stack together against the Jets. Uh, the, The Dolphins, I know... They're not great, but they have played better lately, and the Jets have not played very well at all. Uh, you also look at guys like Allen Robinson, very steady. You also look at two of the big running backs I mentioned at the top of the show, two CMC and Dalvin Cook in that 1 o'clock slate, too. So it's definitely a spot where you can pay up for running back or even pay down for a guy like Jane Samuels and still have a really good lineup in there and take a couple shots with quarterback because I think the 1 o'clock games offer you a lot more options there instead of the 4 o'clock where you're kind of locked into a couple guys. Yeah, Detroit and Oakland is one of those uh, late slates. 
late later in the game later in the day games that I think we'll see a lot of people moving towards. You got Matt Stafford, you've got uh, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones. We have some running back issues there. Ty Jones, Johnson, probably the guy that's going to see the most of the carries with uh, both Carryon Johnson and now Trey Carson, surprisingly going on IR for the year. Um, so we have some options there. And coming back the other way, Carr, Tyrell Williams, you have some options in that game. Yeah, definitely. And uh, it's amazing that uh, the Lions just can't keep a running back healthy. Well, no. I mean, where, where are we right now? The poor Lions. And yet they continuously go forward. And I'll tell you what, the one thing you want to take away from this is that it's still going to be Matt Stafford. We talked about right. it just last week. It's going to be the Matt Stafford show. It's going to be the Kenny Galladay show. And to a certain extent, too, we're going to talk about him a little later in the show, Danny Amendola as well, because Danny Amendola's kind of taken on that Julian Edelman-type role in this offense where instead of having the traditional run game, they have a little short passing game, and they're right. moving the chains that way. That's going to help them a lot. And Danny Amendola, especially in a full-point PPR on DK, is a great value today. I think he snuck up on some people because... In your seasonal leagues, I think Amadola was a guy you could have looked at late. Matt Patricia brings him in. He's part of a guy that is part of the community that he knows well, that Patriots community that where they both came from. And now, while we didn't see any production early in the season, last couple of weeks, Amadola is right in that mix. As you said, the Julian Edelman role or the James White role, however you want to make that analogy, I think he becomes a big part of that offense moving forward, and they have a nice, consistent passing game. Right. It's it's ironic only in that, going into the year, based on what they had done last year, we thought they were going to be a run team. Run first team, carry on Johnson. He's going to see 300 touches this year. They brought in C.J. Anderson in the offseason, right. too. That's right. We thought they were going to ground and pound with him. And we didn't see it. Nope. Even when everybody was healthy, and now I don't think we're going to see it at all. I don't know all. if that's what the NFL is nowadays, too. I feel like there's... A, there's. Well, that's what was surprising to me. I, I thought the Lions were going in the wrong direction, but You now... know, a team that should ground and pound is a team like the Bears, but the Bears don't really want to do that. Now, last right. week they did. I think they're going to struggle to do that against the Eagles front this week, but at the same time, Mike, you're right. And, and the common denominator in those last couple weeks of why Danny Amendola's been so good is because Kerryon Johnson's not there. This is not uh, very difficult math to do. You subtract Kerryon Johnson, and all of a sudden Danny Amendola's target volume volume goes through the roof and when you're looking at in terms of prices it doesn't get much better he's in the uh, I think 48 or 47 range Danny Amendola over on DK today so he is a great opportunity there in the full point PPR again on the FanDuel side of things with the half point a little trickier but certainly a value there as well but there's a lot to like in this afternoon slate for sure yeah I mean there's a whole bunch of guys out today too which we need to get to and some obviously important game time decisions that need to be made Uh, guys like you know Cam Newton continues to be out but Delaney Walker Case Keenum Vernon Davis Chris Thompson T.Y. Hilton uh, Trey Carson like we just mentioned and O.J. Howard are a few guys that aren't necessarily the first ones you roll off your tongue when you're trying to fit them into a lineup but in DFS we're constantly using different pieces so those guys are all out today yeah you are and luckily some of the guys stepping in are very, very good. I think you got a guy like Jonu Smith, who I know we're going to dig a little deeper on later on in the program. That guy so far in the last two games has really shown you he has upside with touchdowns. He has upside for PPR volume. So there's a lot to like there, especially with Ryan Tannehill now playing quarterback. It feels as though the Tennessee Titans are basically stripping away all the old all of the Marcus Mariota, the Delaney Walker, all the things that weren't working, and just moving forward with some new choices. And so far, those new choices are turning into Ws. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into Jalen Samuels. He's going to be a big part of this slate with James Conner doubtful for the contest against the Colts. Uh, but one one important note is that it looks like Pat Mahomes is probably not playing again today. I think it's what we expected, and Matt Moore is going to be in there. How much does that concern you related to the Chiefs' offense? It should concern you, especially now that they're playing the Vikings. Uh, I think the difficult thing with that, Mike, is that, you know, I know he's a game-time decision. I know they're going to try to press him as much as they want. He's going to try to press. But very different scenario than we were in last week. Last week we sat at the same desk, and Drew Brees said he was good to go. And what were we talking about? We were talking about get him in every lineup. Get him while you can. And if you did, and if you listened to us, you had him, you had Murray, you had Thomas as a little stack there. And you did very well for yourself, especially if you had Mike Evans in there as well, who we talked about at length. So if you're talking about this week with Mahomes, should he get the opportunity? I don't feel quite the same. It's not quite the same uh, expectation level. How healthy is he? Is he pushing a little too soon? He is at the very, very front of a potential window to play. Probably not. And like you said, if Matt Moore plays, it's a very different offense he's going to be running than what Patrick Mahomes can do. And when you realize that the running game's not there to support him, 
that's got to give you a lot of hesitation as well. I can't think you feel good about McCoy or anyone named Williams in that backfield right now. And as much as you love Kelsey and Hill, I don't think this is really an offense you can feel great from a DFS standpoint. The only encouraging thing is that they did move the ball against Green Bay. Green Bay's probably got a similar defense. I, I would I would still rank the Vikings defense over the Green Bay's defense, but Green Bay's defense has been good this year, and they yeah. kept pace with them. I think a they're while. a little overrated when you start to look at some of the teams they play now that we Great. have a little bit more Week 9 perspective Great. on some of those teams. I, that's right. I would still take the Vikings as being a better D. I think I agree. Yeah. I agree. Now, if this game was in Minnesota, forget it. I would not even come close. Uh, but as a contrarian play, I think there's a lot of other teams that uh, certainly uh, pique my interest. Speaking of Green Bay, way. Devontae Adams probably back. They're playing the Chargers today. Another good game stack opportunity. Let's go. Get him in there. Aaron Rodgers in the 4 o'clock slate. Love it. Cool. So we're going to come back. We'll get you ready with all the DFS information with running backs next. Find him on Twitter at JoePCPS17. I'm on Twitter at Mike Blewett. And follow us all at Sports Grid on Twitter. We'll be right back on The Grid after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. We're back on the grid. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday morning, week nine, channel 719 here on Zumo. And for those of you listening on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network on TuneIn on iHeartRadio on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, thanks. Again, we're filming this from 8 to 9 Eastern, so keep in mind some DFS information could change, relevant information based on injuries. And again, you'll probably be, some of you may be listening to us or watching us while the London game is ongoing. So uh, just settle in and uh, listen to the information wash over you. We'll get started here uh, with running backs. Uh, Joe, you and I talked about this before the show even started. We're in a position where you actually like the Browns today, and we're going to start it off with Nick Chubb. What do you think? I do. I like the Browns. Look, keep this in mind. The Browns have played the 49ers, and they played the Patriots back-to-back weeks. That's not that's not easy. Top two defenses think, in the league. I think everybody needs to slow their roll. Yes, Baker Mayfield is upset. Yes, the Browns have been a disappointment. All of that is true. But DFS is about one thing. It's about opportunity. And today's opportunity is going against a new quarterback. Joe Flacco's out. Brandon Allen's going to be in there. Brandon Allen's a guy that's bounced around a couple organizations before. He's been cut in a couple spots already. So 
What's the opportunity or chance, I should say, that he's going to move the chains a lot today? Probably not that much. So what does that mean? More opportunities for that Browns offense. That means OBJ. That means Mayfield. And it means Nick Chubb. And Nick Chubb has been the focal point. We all know Nick Chubb's numbers could have been even better last week against the Patriots, but a couple key fumbles in that game, not great for him. So expect a big bounce back from Nick Chubb as one of the guys who, if you don't want to pay up the board for McCaffrey, or for Dalvin Cook today, I think Chubb falls right into that very nice return on investment value. Yeah, so top of the projections is Christian McCaffrey by a pretty wide margin. And that's but, despite the high salary, which right. tells you how good that matchup is. And this is a week where you can justify paying up for him with some of those lesser wide receivers or guys like Jalen Samuels who helps kind of offset that cost. That's almost like a, they're almost married to each other. as listening Like to, you and me. To, yeah, that's right. right. This is your uh, podcast uh, uh, through Line Star Up and then obviously uh, us talking about Daily Roto and their DFS podcast, and it's almost that CMC and Jalen Samuels are married to one another this week because you have a high salary and a low salary, both very high projections. Well, yeah, especially as a flex play. And the good news is there's some really good value on the wide receiver board and even the tight end board where it's not so bad. Uh, I think it's a little bit more difficult on DraftKings to do it than it is on the FanDuel side. I think FanDuel, it's a little easier to work in those pieces, whereas on DraftKings, a little bit tougher, but I think you still make the case for CMC. Look, in terms of premium cost, yeah, it's there, but you're getting premium production, too. You're getting a guy that has touchdown upside for multiple touchdowns in a game, and you're getting an all-purpose back, probably the best all-purpose back in football. So... It's not impossible, and I think this is actually a week two because of the high cost. You might see a little bit of a fade from McCaffrey in some tournaments, and I would be the other way. I would be more aggressive with him in tournaments this week. Uh, okay, a couple of guys we talked about their teams off the top. Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones, both projected to do pretty well, but for whatever you like Dalvin Cook again this week, I think you've liked him the whole year. There's no reason not to. He leads the league in, in scrimmage yards. So um, you have him, but he's obviously a higher salary. And Aaron Jones, he's been really productive. But Jamal Williams still a part of that offense. And can you count on Aaron Jones to keep getting in the end zone for those big games? Well, I think the thing that you mentioned earlier is if Devontae Adams plays in this game. Right how much that potentially frees up Aaron Jones. And I think you have to realize that. And you also have to realize that the Chargers are not very good against the run number one anyway. What are the chances that they have a lead too late in this game, in which case it's going to be more Aaron Jones. Jamal Williams is going to be a part of this offense, no doubt, the rest of the time. But in terms of a guy who's getting out there and scoring touchdowns every week, Aaron Jones, especially on FanDuel, where that touchdown matters just a hair more, I think he's a really solid play there this week. And I would, again, if you're going to, Fade the top group a little bit. Running back Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb. This is that next class, that 1A tier that makes a ton of sense because of matchup, because of also that extra little boost there with Adams coming back. And even if Adams isn't 100%, just the fact he's on the field makes a big impact on what the Chargers have to do defensively. So uh, next game, next guy I wanted to talk about. Tampa Bay Seattle is the highest total on the board we mentioned from the top of the show. It's going to be an extremely popular chalky game stack. Currently uh, at FanDuel Sportsbook, 52.5 is the total. Chris Carson, a guy that's been really consistent. You're a little lukewarm on him this week. Why? I'm lukewarm on him because of where that Tampa defense ranks. And there's some people that will say, well, the Tampa defense is ranked where they are because a lot of teams just throw the ball on them. Okay, well, did you watch the games where they stopped Christian McCaffrey twice? Because I did. Did you watch when they slowed down Saquon Barkley? Because I did. So, yeah, maybe you do want to throw a little bit more against them. And, yeah, maybe that... Bumps up that rating just a tad. But for me, Mike, when I look at this opportunity here today, I think you fade this back a little bit. I really do. I'm not saying you can't run it out there in a tournament to be a little contrarian because Carson has been so good. In season long, you'd run him out there. But in DFS, I'm just concerned about the upside. Uh, and in terms of the floor even, I think you should be slightly concerned too. So do you I think, think this game gets to a high total because of the passing game on both sides? Uh, I think it does. I think it does. And it's not saying Chris Carson can't eat. The question is, can Chris Carson return value today? And I think that's where I struggle a little bit because of the price tag. Because the $8,200 price tag for him is He's going to be touchdown dependent. It, well, it's going to make him touchdown dependent, that price tag. To a certain extent, you're right. Um, but look, they, the Tampa has been so good against the run. I think when you also look at the other options here, even if you fade down the board a little bit to a guy like Derrick Henry, who has a great matchup against Carolina on the other yeah. side of this ball today, and who hasn't had the quote-unquote big Derrick Henry game quite yet. I like it. Why wouldn't you try to... 
uh, you know, give yourself a little bit more upside. And I think that's the problem. I'm just limited with the Carson upside. Yeah, today's the day I, I like him. And I know some people are thinking while they're growing up against Luke Keekley and company. I, I just think there's an opportunity here for, for Derrick Henry today. As this offense continues to get adjusted with Ryan Tannehill, I think Derrick Henry, this is a really interesting week to play him. Uh, one other guy I, I, we haven't mentioned yet is Josh Jacobs in what could potentially be a high-scoring affair between Oakland and Detroit. Uh, he's at least consistently gotten touches, even if the efficiency isn't what it was early in the season. Yeah, and Jacobs is probably the polar opposite of that discussion we were having about Carson because Josh Jacobs is a guy that lower cost, maybe doesn't have the highest you know ceiling in the world, but yeah. in terms of return on investment, very solid today because – most people are looking at the top of the running back board as they should, but there's opportunity there in the middle somewhere between the low end of Jalen Samuels and the high end of Cook and CMC. And I think Jacobs is kind of that guy that fills that role in between, give you a little bit of differential in tournaments. Yeah, and just to circle back on, on – um Jalen Samuels, I, I think it's important to note that the Steelers have very consistently, when there is a lead back in the offense, fed him 90% of the touches. We saw it with Le'Veon Bell. Obviously, when Le'Veon Bell was out in years past, we saw it with D'Angelo Williams. We obviously saw James Conner take over. I don't know that that's going to be the case long-term for Jalen Samuels, but it will be today because Benny Snell is also injured. So that is really why everybody's jumping on board. It's a great value. He's really the only guy that's going to see any significant touches at the running back position. Um, and that game is really fascinating to me. I'm, I'm curious to see how Marlon Mack and Jalen Samuels sort of uh, face off against one another. Yeah, and again, Samuels, because of the price, is what makes him so chalky and so intriguing. But it doesn't make him wrong. And I think that's the thing you always keep in mind. We always talk about it. Just because ownership's high on a player, ownership was high on Michael Thomas last week. Was it wrong? No, of course not. It was high on Latavius Murray. Was it wrong? No, of course not. So don't be afraid of that just because everyone's in on it. And you know what? Uh, not having T.Y. Hilton, I think, kind of hurts this offense. And there's only so many things you could take away from the Colts. And, yes, another thing to take away now. So I'm a little concerned about them going to Pittsburgh today. Okay, so a couple more things before we close out the running back position. Melvin Gordon versus Austin Eckler. Can you use them both, or which guy do you want? Uh, you know, I, I'm not using Gordon yet. I just can't get there because I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I will take a shot on Eckler in the full PPR. I think you can still rely on him, especially with Keenan Allen banged up. Okay, uh, Miles Sanders back in the mix. Uh, versus Jordan Howard. What do you think there? Uh, you know what? If I'm going to go with a guy, I'm going to try with the home run hitter, Miles Sanders, and hope for the best. I All think right. that's the best way to go for it. Uh, and the other backs in that game, David Montgomery obviously coming off a, a good game, and then Tariq Cohen conceivably against this Philly defense. Can we get him uh, a boost somehow? You would hope so, but the problem is we finally saw volume out of Montgomery. Now this week he's got Fletcher Cox in that Philly front, which is one of the top ten in the league. I think seven overall, but you can make an argument they're really top five. I would fade away from them. I know it was great last week. You can go back to that well if you want to be contrarian, but I just don't see the upside there, especially with the way you want to attack the Eagles, which is through the air. So it's going. I think we've just sort of illuminated this week how it's a pretty interesting slate in that you only got the six 1 o'clock games. You're missing some big pieces in some of the national games. And there's going to be a lot of options. Jalen Samuels will be chalk, but as Joe always says, it doesn't mean you don't take him. Because you want that advantage over some of the other people you're playing at in these big tournaments. We'll come back. We'll talk wide receivers. Be back on the grid. Uh, tune in. iHeartRadio, Fantasy Sports Radio app. Thanks. And follow us on YouTube and Instagram. Thanks. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season, then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS line combinations and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. So if you're playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you're doing it wrong. That's it. Enter the promo code ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. So What's let's that promo try... code? That's ACTION, A C T I O N. All right, so let's get to wide receivers. Talk about the wide receiver action on today's slate. So let's just start with the the game stack that we've been talking about from the beginning because all four of the wide receivers seem viable. We have Tyler Lockett, uh, DK Metcalf, uh, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans. Just give me your sense of those four wide receivers. Uh, well, look, here's the thing. Uh, in terms of end zone targets, I, I know that's been floating around that DK Metcalf's gotten a ton of them. But in terms of how much you can count on, those well, we'll I'm see what happens. Two yard passes. Well, that's the whole thing. It's it's you know DK Metcalf day could very well be two touchdowns with three catches, yeah. right? And I think you have to understand that, and you have to keep that in mind and say how does this filter into the rest of my lineup with virtually no yardage we, as right, well. Exactly, exactly. We're talking like you know three for thirty two and two touchdowns. Yeah. That's not necessarily. I mean, it's it's a great line. You'll take the two touchdowns, but. What if it's just the three for 32? And you have to keep that in mind and say, okay, how much do I want to factor that in along with the price? And then the other thing you've got to factor into is there's probably enough to go around. So Tyler Lockett is still going to be a thing this week. I think there's no way around that. And the other side of this one, too, Mike Evans coming off a huge game. Uh, Godwin coming off a quieter game, especially by his standards. But I think you want to buy back in. Nobody should be off the Chris Godwin bandwagon. There's plenty to go around. Now, this game we talked about will be very, very chalky, will be highly owned. I think it's more something you want to get involved in in cash than in tournaments because of the ownership. Because also, what if it does bottom out? Then all of a sudden, that drags a lot of teams down with it. So keep that in mind. We're looking forward. Yeah, it all looks good on paper. Yes, it's going to be pretty good. However, Seattle, lately, questions. Questions. Like, they didn't quite put away the Falcons last week. There's a, there's a lot of things going on right now with the Seattle they won, team. They won a lot of tight games. They won a lot of tight games this year. And Cincinnati, I'll you, Pittsburgh. Let's also get rid of this whole this notion that all of a sudden that Seattle's an impossible place to go in and win. Because this whole 12th yeah. man thing is very overrated this year. Seattle almost lost week one to the Bengals. They've lost to the Saints at home. They've lost to the Ravens at home. So let's not think that Tampa doesn't have a puncher's chance in this game because they do. Yeah, I mean, do I think it's going to look how the Rams game looked? No, but I really do think that as much as I doubt where Tampa's going as an organization, I think with that kind of talent level that they have, especially in the passing game, as Joe said, I think it's aptly put, it's a puncher's chance every time they go out there because if Jameis doesn't throw three picks and he has a relatively clean game, those guys on the outside are tremendous. It's really as good a one-two punch in the league as there is. And Gabe's got Tampa 
plus six is one of his tier one bets today. And when you come down to uh, yeah. the FanDuel Sportsbook, you can pick this up here on the sports grid. Get on the grid, baby. And uh, he's got it ranked number three overall here with the plus six. You know, you always just wonder how much does Winston give the game away? So it's all about managing the mistakes from James yeah, Winston. Yeah, agreed. So, all right, so we have that game. Uh, you got us a sense of what we want there. Let's move over another stackable game where Kenny Galladay and Danny Amendola. Galladay's price tag has gotten to a point where you really have to take a look at it. 7600 uh, on FanDuel. But Amendola, it, we talked about it at the top of the show, all the way down at $6,000 for a guy who could rack up seven, eight catches is uh, really talking serious value here. Love Amendola and Galladay together here with Stafford. It's a great trio. Um, yeah, you have that Marvin Jones possibility. It's always looming, but at the same time, I think you take the volume from Amendola, you take the touchdown upside. Outside of that one game a couple weeks ago with Kenny Galladay, most of them have been more good than bad, so I think this is a terrific matchup for him. And uh, look, let's realize that it's great that Oakland has gotten home. That's terrific. It's been a really rough stretch for them. But the Lions are, I think, a better football team. And I do think the good thing about this game is that Derek Carr's played well enough to keep the Raiders in this football game. And that's good because you want them still putting their foot to the pedal, to the metal kind of thing here, and continuing to be aggressive and throw the football. And I think Derek Carr on the other side of this game is going to make that happen for Detroit, and that makes him an even better investment, an even better stack this week. By the way, we talked, I forgot, one thing I forgot to bring up with Tampa, this is the last week that they're on the road. When we looked at their schedule at the beginning of the year, there was a gap between when they played the Giants on September 22nd, I believe it was, right. until next week where they didn't play a home game for all of those seven weeks. They were in London, they had a bye, and they had a lot of road games. So maybe Tampa's finally seeing the opportunity to get home. So other side of that Oakland-Detroit uh, game, Tyrell Williams is sort of back in the mix in DFS projections. He is. And look, Tyrell Williams, five of the five games he's played, he's got a touchdown. Well, <laughs> Everybody likes that. Uh, this is a guy who's a very good value this week as well. You look at the price tag. You look at the opportunity there. And there's no reason to think that Williams can't be a good ROI. There's no reason to think that Derek Carr can't get him the football. Derek Carr's played pretty well this year. If you ask me who the best under 500 team in the NFL right now is, I think it's the Oakland Raiders. Waller's played very well. Jacobs has played very well. Now you get Tyrell Williams in there. There's a lot of teams that are kind of 500 right now, but I'm talking under sub 500 teams here. The Oakland Raiders compete. And you look at the cornerback matchup, Tyrell Williams against Rashawn Melvin, who's ranked 79th in terms of cornerbacks. I'll take that matchup all day long. I think this is a great opportunity for Tyrell Williams. Yes, slightly touchdown dependent, but I think he's got the touchdown upside today, especially with this matchup. I think the sub-500 thing is an important qualification. I guess the only other team you could throw in there is the Chargers, but they've played terribly for most of the year. I won't. I, think I won't do it. I, but you're 9-0 on picking them, right? I, or 8-0. I'm 8-0. We'll see what happens this week. Joe's 8-0 picking Chargers win-loss. So, uh, We'll see what he says about them as we roll through uh, the wide receiver. So let's actually just go right to that game. What about uh, Devontae Adams? What about Keenan Allen in that game? Uh, the Packers are a national team, Mike. The Packers have a big following. The Chargers do not have a home field advantage in that building. That's right. L.A. is a wasteland for them. It sucks. They're better on the road than they are at home. And especially when you see a couple weeks ago, you saw the Steelers. Come San Diego, down. by the way, wasn't much better for them as a home it field wasn't, advantage. It was, it was now better. It's now it's embarrassing. Yeah. Right. So there's going to be a lot of cheeseheads. This is basically going to be a Packers home game. Give me the Packers. Give me the points on the Packers side. It's going to be no problem. I, I think the Packers are going to win this one pretty easily. Today. And how about Adams and Allen specifically in that game? Uh, Adams... I can understand the multi-entry tournaments having one share of Adams yeah. just to kind of get back in there because from what I saw, I don't know if you saw any of the footage, he was leaping over a coach. Yeah, leapfrogging. Yeah, he's leapfrogging coaches. Yeah, so that leap says to me he's okay. Yep. So if he's good enough to be leapfrogging coaches who are standing up on the football field, I would feel pretty good about getting back in there with him this week. It's not a single-entry tournament play. I don't think you want to put all your eggs into that basket, but if you're isolating the 4 o'clock games too, I think that's a terrific pairing in terms of cash games where you can get Rodgers and you get him together with that, and I think that works out very nicely for you. You could even go Jones and just do the trio. I think it's very good in cash. I just think they're going to roll the Chargers today. Yeah. At Keenan Allen, does that give you some faith that maybe the Chargers have to throw their way back into it? And Keenan uh, Allen and can gives get more back on faith track? than Mike Williams. Keenan Allen's banged up right now. They yeah. just got rid of Ken Wisenhunt as the OC. Yeah. Nobody knows who's calling plays here. It could be you. 
Could be me. We don't know. Not me. But uh, you don't know that. It could be you. you never, there's, there's plenty of time. I'd run it with Sunday. Eckler all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would think they would do something like that. But that's not going to cure their ills here. And this is just going to be another long day for the Chargers in what's becoming a very long season for them. Another banged up player that we're seeing back in the mix, Adam Thielen. What do you think? Uh, Adam Thielen's a guy that I will go with. Uh, he was questionable coming into this weekend. And on top of that now, he has traveled with the team, but... I think Adam Thielen's another of these guys. He doesn't have to do that much to return investment. He is right in that next tier. I don't think it's a cash game play because you do worry, is he healthy enough for enormous volume? But as a tournament play, it's intriguing from an ownership standpoint. So I'm a big yes to Adam Thielen this week against the Chiefs, who really, I mean, don't stop much of anything. How about um, Allen Robinson? I know that's a game that, or a, a guy that, when I was listening to you and your podcast, Love. you really liked Allen Robinson this week. Any concern about the relative price tag? No. I think the relative price tag is actually pretty fair, considering what you're getting out of him on a weekly basis. When you are getting a steady diet of eight targets a week, and look, he's basically a walking double-digit guy every single week. So what does that mean? That means using him particularly in matchups where if you are going to, say, pair a DK Metcalf, with him, that's terrific because you got a little bit of floor in Allen Robinson and a little bit of boom over there with a guy like DK Metcalf. So he is a perfect guy to pair with those boomer bust receivers because you know every week what you're going to get out of Allen Robinson. And this matchup against the Eagles is terrific. The cornerbacks there are terrible. The secondary is not much better. So really with the Eagles this week, even Mitchell Trubisky, even that guy can get some fantasy points there along with Allen Robinson. That's the thing. He's played well with Daniel, with Trubisky. No matter what's happened, no matter how much the Bears have failed, Allen Robinson's still been very steady. I thought in seasonal leagues, Allen Robinson was enormously undervalued, but we see why. That passing game has really struggled at times. He's still been able to produce. I think if they had any consistent passing game, he would be a a huge asset. Um, I'll throw Taylor Gabriel as a dart throw out there at $3,900. If you really need some salary relief for the reasons Joe mentioned, it'll probably be Robinson. It could be Cohen a little bit, but you never know. We had a Taylor Gabriel game earlier this year. I'm just suggesting that in a dart throw, if you need a salary relief guy on FanDuel, uh, you have Taylor Gabriel at sub 4K. So uh, a couple other names I wanted to mention. Devontae Parker, uh, Robbie Anderson in that game. Uh, Opportunities for those two. Uh, Definitely opportunities there. I really like what's going on with Parker lately. I can't believe I'm saying that. I know. I know. It's Devontae Parker, but the volume's been there. The opportunity's there today, so I think you look for that. Also, don't sleep on Deontay Johnson, yeah. who had a really good game there uh, the other night. He looked fantastic with Rudolph. I think this is another guy, too, in season-long keeper dynasty situations. You want to buy shares of now, so when Big Ben comes back next year. Uh, but I think Deontay Johnson, Devontae Parker, Danny Amendola, those are those guys that I think are good lineup builders in wide receiver this week. And let's also not forget about Odell. I know we talked about it oh, yeah, at the yeah. top of the show. Yep. But keep in mind, Odell Beckham, there's great opportunity here this week against the Broncos, who I think you can kind of feel just folding up the tents. I feel like that's kind of happening in Denver, and they're just kind of phoning it in, kind of like what happened to the Falcons, you know, a couple weeks ago where they yep. just stopped. I could see the Denver Broncos. Blackos on IR. Brandon Allen it. comes in. They do have good coverage guys. But I think if you give Odell Beckham double-digit targets, he could have a big game. On the Steelers' side, Deontay Johnson, Joe's right. We thought it was a Dante Moncrief, James Washington argument. Moncrief not on the team. Washington a non-factor. And Deontay Johnson now becoming the number two to Juju Smith-Schuster. We'll come back with QBs, tight ends, and defenses on the grid after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? 
This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Fantasy Draft, the only rake-free daily fantasy site, brings the heat again with a $300,000 rake-free contest, the Hooter main event. This is the largest and only rake-free contest of its kind, and you will find for week NFL Week 9. Remember, only on Fantasy Draft are 100% of entry fees paid to contest winners. So sign up at FantasyDraft.com with referral code DAILYROTO, and you'll get a free seven-day trial membership. That's FantasyDraft.com, referral code DAILYROTO for your free seven-day trial membership. So let's get to it. Uh, I've got to do QBs, tight ends, and defenses in this last segment. Uh, again, uh, we're filming between 8 and 9 Eastern, so if there's any information that changes due to injuries, uh, make sure you uh, do that in accordance with what we're about to say. So let's do QBs. We've talked about these games, the very stackable games, but we'll start at the top with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, what's not to like? They got the matchup here against against the Chargers, and I just think even even if he does not you know, let's say Devontae Adams doesn't have the biggest game in the world. Let's say he's kind of more of a decoy out there, just kind of getting back into the swing of things. Okay, we've seen enough out of Aaron Rodgers the last couple of weeks to think he's a very good quarterback play in terms of just cash games. I mean, I think that's what you're looking at. I don't know if you want to play him in the tournaments this week. Uh, I'm sure that Russell Wilson will be a guy that will be popular in tournaments because of the matchup, but I think that's almost too easy. There's some other guys on this list we're going to get to that I think have way more potential and allow you to go up to that running back class that we talked about. I think there's very little chance you're going to see one of the million-dollar lineups today that does not have CMC and or Dalvin Cook or some combination of those guys, or, or maybe even the Chubb-Jones pairing that we talked about earlier. I yeah. think it's going to be... It's, there's not a lot of these running backs in that middle. They really have that breakaway potential. So if Aaron, Jod- J- Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback and you're stacking him, who are you going to stack him with in that game? Uh, I think you compare him with Aaron Jones. Yeah. I mean, I really do. I do too. You know, I just feel like you're you're covering all your bases then for the touchdowns, for the yards, for everything. And I don't think you can count on anybody else. You, you know, Jamal Williams is a nice little player, but I think it's difficult to get really excited about him in DFS. So for me, I think you just you go with Jones, you go with Rodgers and Cash. If you're playing tournaments, then you can go and pivot to Adams. But again, that's not a multi uh, single entry tournament play that's a multi entry tournament play only because you just don't know what you're going to get first game back at Adams. Yeah, I don't think we need to break and next guy, I don't think we need to break down Russ Wilson too much. We know how what a extremely high percentage of that Seattle offense he is and they're going up against the Tampa defense has given up a lot of points this season. I think it's fairly simple. It depends who you want to stack them with. I think it's a trap. To tell you the truth, really? I think it's a bit of a trap today. They have really gone very heavily towards Chris Carson. Yeah. And it's very possible today they are going to continue to just say, we're going to do what we do best. Which Tampa just doesn't cover guys well, though. Yeah, and look, this might end up being a brutal con- – like, it might not live up to the expectations everybody has, yeah. only because if Seattle comes out and says, no, we're going to run the football and do what we've been doing, and they stop that run, 
then it becomes a very intriguing matchup of what can the Seattle defense do against Jameis Winston, and will Winston make those mistakes? So from that standpoint, yeah, it's it's also funny you go back and look at the Russell Wilson game log, Mike, and what you see is you see him play better against the good teams and worse against the lesser and teams. Playing down to his competition. And he's kind of played down to the competition, and Tampa would certainly qualify as playing down this week. Yeah, so, uh, all right, uh, next guy, next group of guys. Josh Allen projects really high on Daily Roto's Optimizer, the third highest quarterback on the main slate on FanDuel, going up against a Washington defense who, look, they haven't performed well on in any facet of the game this year. They only have the one win against, a one-point win against Miami. Uh, but they do have some guys up front that can create trouble. Uh, why do we think Josh Allen could conceivably have a good game here? Well, I think Josh Allen can have a good game because of the volume he's going to see. He's going to see so many opportunities because I just don't know how many times Dwayne Haskins is going to get a first down in this game. And I think that's what you realize. That Bills defense is for real. They've had a couple of tough matchups here. They struggled a little bit since uh, the bye week to kind of put things together. This is a get-right game for them. And on top of that, you have to imagine that they're going to have a ton of opportunities, which means... Josh Allen, over time, that Washington Redskins defense is going to get more and more tired, especially in the second half. You're going to see Josh Allen run around. There's opportunity for him for get to, uh, to get a rushing touchdown as well in this game. So for me, I think that's why they're so high on him, because you look at the price, you look at the volume, and you look at the opportunity, and all of those things match up so well for Allen this week. Okay, uh, next game. We liked Matt Stafford last week. Uh, delivered for us. We like Matt Stafford again this week. Love it. Yeah. Do it up. All the Matt Stafford. And like I said before, Carr, you can actually get involved with too. I was just about to say, yeah. You can definitely get involved with either one of the quarterbacks in this game. It makes a ton of sense. And I think you like Stafford more because you realize Stafford is the offense now. It's about throwing the football. It's about Galladay, Amendola, and Stafford. That's what it's about. And they're going to continue to do that. And as long as they do that, that makes Stafford a really good return. And the price hasn't really caught up to it yet. He's basically having the volume of a guy like Aaron Rodgers, but he doesn't have the same price as a guy uh, like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So why not get in on Stafford instead and save a little money? And again, this kind of every little bit helps to go up to those running backs that are so high priced. This By way. the way, we mentioned Russell Wilson a lot. We we should have mentioned Jameis on the other side of that because in a in what is the highest total game on the board, I do think we need to talk about Jameis if you know because you're always trying to do correlation Colin Drew from Daily Roto talks about this a lot when you're trying to do game stacks in particular and showdowns you need to have some sort of correlation that makes sense so you can paint a picture where Tampa goes on the road like we talked about Seattle doesn't play their best game and they're not going to win because they ran over the Seahawks they're going to win because Jameis had a good game and he was, didn't and, make mistakes right and he was it's dish- about him not that's turning right. the ball over that's, that's right. the problem I mean there's only so many times but that's how they defense. score, You're right? right? They, they, if 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 it looks like the Rams game, even to a lesser extent, it's going to be Jameis throwing the ball all over the place and Chris Godwin going crazy or Mike Evans going crazy. Yeah, and look, this game is going to be fascinating to watch. And we've seen it a lot this year already, Mike, where you see these games that you have high expectations for, but they don't always live up to the hype. And I'm a little concerned this one might not live up to the hype again. I just have my concerns. I think there's other things. We've talked about Green Bay's offense. We've talked a little bit about Minnesota. We've talked a little bit about um, uh, the Lions. Those are all offenses I think you can get very interested in this week. And even both running backs in that Carolina game, let me tell you something. I think both those guys are going to have huge days. I think a few other quarterbacks that you might find some lower ownership with are Matt Moore, obviously in a highly productive KC offense, even against the Vikings. Uh, maybe Phil Rivers uh, in that game because, uh, you know, we're talking about the Chargers, even though it's going to be a road game at home. Uh, maybe he gets into a battle with Aaron Rodgers. you got Carson Wentz, uh, Jacoby Brissett uh, against the Steelers defense. Uh, and we talked about uh, Brandon Allen, who knows, uh, breaking There's out. so many unknowns. That's why I don't think yeah. you want to get – don't get cute at quarterback. The only the only one I would get cute with, because and this is just a small percentage of the lineups that I would I play is Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. And so, I'm going to get cute on the other end of this with Ryan Fitzpatrick. You can. That's but fine, you too. You make your Darnold argument, I'll make Fitzpatrick. So, so I, I think – I think given the fact that Miami has not been able to cover anybody, we saw it again against Pittsburgh on Monday night, and Xavier Howard going out for the season, I think there's an opportunity for Darnold to eat today. I know it's looked awful, but I think the talent is there, and whether it's Crowder or Robbie Anderson, I think Sam Darnold has an opportunity to give you some huge returns given his price tag. I'll pick Anderson over Crowder only because I think this is the game where you can take deep shots if you're the Jets. But uh, that offensive line obviously makes it challenging because he doesn't have a lot of time to throw. On the DraftKings side, I'm going to make the argument for 
Ryan Fitzpatrick. I can't believe I'm doing this again. This is not uh, a cash game play. It's a tournament play only, but uh, the cost is so cheap on here. Uh, you're looking at a $4,800 quarterback. You compare him with Devontae Parker and then basically load up on Cook, McCaffrey, Allen Robinson, all those kind of guys, and make this really work. Yeah, you might have to go down in defense to a certain extent, but it's not hard to do. But Fitzpatrick... At home here in this opportunity where they still don't have much of a running game. They're going to have to pass the ball a ton. The Jets' defense certainly has uh, been inconsistent, to say the very least, at times. So, I mean, it's 1100 bucks cheaper than Darnold. So, clearly, there's a lot of value to be it's had It's the DK there. side especially. That, I think yeah. on FanDuel, you're like, well, okay, I'll hedge my bets. But the other guy who we haven't talked about yet is Baker Mayfield. Oh, and yeah. I understand. I get it. It's been awful. So many turnovers, so many issues. But Baker Mayfield's going to get right eventually. Let's step back and analyze what he's had to do, who he's had to play against the last couple weeks, and give him an opportunity to get right here. And Denver gives him that opportunity. You know, Bradley Chubb, you know, he's out for the year. There's a lot of opportunity in this one for him and Odell to get on the same page, him and Landry. Chubb is an absolute rock star. So why not Baker Mayfield this week, too, or nobody probably on it? Okay, uh, good one there. So uh, tight ends. You like Jonu Smith here at some value? Oh, yes. Huge value. Yeah, John. Delaney Walker's out. So. Delaney Walker's out. Tannehill kind of profiles well here with the tight end. Uh, the matchup profiles well. And just going forward, I think Jonu Smith's one of these guys you realize, hey, this dude, until the price catches up with him in the algorithm in terms of the performance and the price, you keep using him, you keep running him out there because the rest of these guys are good but not great. Even a guy like Kelsey at the top of that board at 67, Darren Waller at 68. Yeah, Waller's tremendous, but the touchdowns have been sporadic, to say the least. This is a good week for Zach Ertz, though, I think, with Deshaun Jackson, him finally getting out there, stretching the full football field again, uh, having to keep those safeties back and not be able to bring them up to help out there with Ertz. That's going to be a big win for Zach Ertz. So for cash game investments, I think Ertz is your tight end to go with today. Yeah, look, the top projections for Daily Roto and the optimizer are Darren Waller, Hunter Henry, Travis Kelsey, and then down to Zach Ertz. I'm with Joe on this. I think given the fact that he's the type of guy that can see double-digit targets. We haven't seen any touchdown equity yet out of Ertz, but at some point, that could happen, and I think you got to continue to look at guys like that where there's volume in yeah. play. And Waller is one of those guys, and Ertz is one of those guys. A couple of salary relief guys. We already talked about John o. Smith, uh, but it's weird to describe Greg Olson like this, but Greg Olson at 5,300 on FanDuel and Cam Brate at 5,100. The problem with Cam Brate is that he's been questionable all week, yeah. so he's banged up. I don't know if you want to rely on somebody like that. Uh, the reality is O.J. Howard is out, so Cameron Brate could see those targets if he's on the field. For me, Olsen hasn't done anything really with Kyle Allen, really not much to speak of at all. So I'm going to fade away from Olsen. Uh, we took a dart throw last week on Cameron Bray. It did not work out, but I get it. All you need to do is get that touchdown. If he's on the field, sure, it's intriguing, but to me that's an isolation slate play only. Yeah. Uh, I would not play it in the main slate, especially because Johnny Smith is right there yeah. and the price is comparable. So why not just pay up a little bit for a little higher floor? And Darren Waller, a guy on, I think, the full-point PPR sites where you go, all right, I'll pay up a little bit more, get that volume, that's fine. If you don't feel good about Ertz and the inconsistency that Wentz has had all year. But I really think Deshaun makes a big impact just being on the field just changes exactly how you want to guard. I took that T.J. Hawkinson dart throw last week. That did not work out. No, poor T.J. Week one was great. After that, we've been searching ever since. I mean, here's the reality with the tight end position. We talk a lot about it, and I think John Smith is a nice play. You can make it work if the guy you select scores a touchdown. That's it. Darren That's Fell. really what it comes and down to. And he's not even on the slate. That's no right. main slate Darren That's right. Fells today. That's oh. right. So... You want to throw Chris Herndon out there? I don't suggest it, but if he scores a touchdown, it's going to work out for you. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's just wrap up. We're going to land this plane uh, with the defenses, Panthers, Jets, Bills, uh, really up at the top. Yeah, um, these are no-brainers here. Um, I think the Bills easily are the no-brainer here against Haskins. You're going to see a bunch of turnovers in this one. Uh, I like the Panthers as well. I'm going to fade away from the Jets and the Dolphins game a little bit. I know it's going to be popular. I'm going to fade away from it. And on the other side of this one, on the DraftKings side, 
Washington again, Mike. You know, we did a couple weeks ago when they were 1,700. Now they're 1,800. Give it to me, especially in the 1 p.m. slate, in the early slate. I love having all that salary relief. Last time we did this, they scored, I think, six points. Okay, that's fine. That's three times value. I will take that, and I'll spend it all on Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you mentioned Seattle there, too. If you get bad Jameis Winston today, could be a huge day for them, too. Yeah. Don't sleep on that Browns defense either against Brandon Allen. I'm telling you right now, it's all the Browns today. It's the Browns get-right week, Mike. No Pats, no Ravens, because they're playing each other tonight uh, on Sunday Night Football. So that's really going to wrap it up for us here on DFS Today. Keep in mind those game stacks. Tampa, uh, Seattle, Green Bay, Chargers, Detroit, and Oakland, and maybe even a little sneaky Jets, Miami, uh, with some points there. So thanks for watching today. Joe's going to be up next with Roto Experts in the morning, and I'll be back for pro, pro, for pro football today. So Let's get some winners, folks. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Thanks for watching The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Miss. No, I missed. Here's what you missed on DFS today. No, I missed. You liked Alvin Cook again this week. I think you've liked him the whole year. There's no reason not to. He leads the league in, in scrimmage yards. So um, you have him, but he's obviously a higher salary. And Aaron Jones, he's been really productive. But Jamal Williams still a part of that offense. And can you count on Aaron Jones to keep getting in the end zone for those big games? Well, I think the thing that you mentioned earlier is if Devontae Adams plays in this game. Right how much that potentially frees up Aaron Jones. And I think you have to realize that. And you also have to realize that the Chargers are not very good against the run number one anyway. What are the chances that they have a lead, too, late in this game, in which case it's going to be more Aaron Jones? Jamal Williams is going to be a part of this offense, no doubt, the rest of the time. But in terms of a guy who's getting out there and scoring touchdowns every week, Aaron Jones, especially on FanDuel, where that touchdown matters just a hair more, I think he's a really solid play there this week. And I would, again, if you're going to – Fade the top group a little bit. Running back Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb. This is that next class, that 1A tier that makes a ton of sense because of matchup, because of also that 
extra little boost there with Adams coming back. And even if Adams isn't 100%, just the fact he's on the field makes a big impact on what the Chargers have to do defensively. So uh, next game, next guy I wanted to talk about. Tampa Bay Seattle is the highest total on the board we mentioned from the top of the show. It's uh, going to be an extremely popular chalky game stack. Currently uh, at FanDuel Sportsbook, 52.5 is the total. Chris Carson, a guy that's been really consistent. You're a little lukewarm on him this week. Why? I'm lukewarm on him because of where that Tampa defense ranks. And there's some people that will say, well, the Tampa defense is ranked where they are because a lot of teams just throw the ball on them. Okay. Well, did you watch the games where they stopped Christian McCaffrey twice? Because I did. Did you watch when they slowed down Saquon Barkley? Because I did. So, yeah, maybe you do want to throw a little bit more against them. And, yeah, maybe that – Bumps up that rating just a tad. But for me, Mike, when I look at this opportunity here today, I think you fade this back a little bit. I really do. I'm not saying you can't run it out there in a tournament to be a little contrarian because Carson has been so good. In season long, you'd run him out there. But in DFS, I'm just concerned about the upside. Uh, and in terms of the floor even, I think you should be slightly concerned too. So do you I think, think this game gets to a high total because of the passing game on both sides? Uh, I think it does. I think it does. And it's not saying Chris Carson can't eat. The question is, can Chris Carson return value today? And I think that's where I struggle a little bit because of the price tag, because the $8,200 price tag for him is... He's going to be touchdown dependent. It's, well, it's going to make him touchdown dependent, that price tag. To a certain extent, you're right. Um, but look, they, the Tampa's been so good against the run. I think when you also look at the other options here, even if you fade down the board a little bit to a guy like Derrick Henry, who has a great matchup against Carolina on the other yeah. side of this ball today, and who hasn't had the quote-unquote big Derrick Henry game quite yet, I like it. why wouldn't you try to uh, you know, give yourself a little bit more upside? And I think that's the problem. I'm just limited with the Carson upside. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.